Hello, are you out there? Are you out there, Popcorn Universe? It's Popcorn us. Multiverse. We're we're floating through space. <laughs> it's we're pretty ready. freaky, Bowie. <laughs> Popcorn for breakfast in space. If you understand Listen. that reference, you can be my best friend. That's uh, that's a guarantee. That's a money back guarantee right there. That's right. That's right. When this episode drops uh, six years after what if and <laughs> ended, I want you to put it in the comments and say, I get it. I get it. And we'll send you something. I don't know what that is, we but we'll send you something. We'll say, yeah, sure. I don't care. Maybe t-shirts and some popcorn since we are a podcast sure. surrounded about popcorn <laughs> and popcorn true. puns and love for popcorn. This is Spilled Popcorn, ladies and gentlemen. That's your co-host Cam Wiggs over there. What's up? And I'm your other co-host, Kirk Doolin. And we're talking about the series finale <laughs> of What If. That's right. Now, bear with us. Bear with us. The series uh, season, sorry, the season finale, because there will be a season two. The season finale of What If ended probably three months ago. As October 6th. Actually, exactly two months ago, Kirk. Okay. Two months Very ago nice. from date of recording. That's beautiful. That's just poetic at this point. And we decided not to record because two things. Life got very busy. Yes. And B, let's just put it on the table. We were a little uh, underwhelmed by the finale of this season. There was a lot of stuff going on. Venom had just come out. Like beginning of October was kind of a busy month for movies. Weirdly, it just kind of got crazy. And yeah, I think it was like this finale was very lackluster or or just very like expected. Like everything you expected to happen, expected. It was like three parts. They gather the team, which they've been sort of building towards since, you know, episode eight, which episode eight was actually really good. But they they built the team that we all kind of expected. They had the fight. The fight was, you know, 60% of the episode, maybe more. And then they resolved the conflict with the Natasha Romanoff uh, post-apocalyptic universe, the one that Hawkeye sacrificed his life for. So that was, you know, that was what we all expected, and that's exactly what happened. I love how you say that the fight was 60% of the episode because I don't remember much of that at all. That's no. how clouded that is in my memory and i think it was that way even when i watched it because the biggest moment um for me is the uh, them in the bar get this like interdimensional bar scene where they've where the watcher has brought them together after he's plucked them from their universes and he's telling them you are the guardians of the multiverse that scene uh, there's two of them they're in the bar twice those are the most important uh, that i remember yeah um and I wonder what is that is that your way for you too, Cam, or do you remember a different part more? No, I remember mostly that. I remember mostly that. Uh the fight scenes were you know, there was some interfight conflict. There were some spells, like some dark spells they were using to protect themselves against this infinity stone hyped up version of Ultron. And then they started to separate him from the stones, you know, as one does whenever you're having a battle. But that's really about it. That's about all all to note there. Yeah. And so with that, that's, this is why we waited so long because we weren't super passionate about this. Uh, there is a season two. Yeah. Uh, this is just a, a really brief recap to if you were a, if you were a fan of what if, or if you had similar feelings to us, you were like, yeah, it didn't go. It wasn't, didn't blow my mind. Like I thought it should have, you know, season finale of an MCU show. 
um, like we've seen in other other aspects. So I think that for me, uh, I it's going to be really hard for me to really actually engage in season two of this mm-hmm. because I, I don't think this show really had a clear direction. I think it really just wanted to uh, capture the, the animated audience. What about you, Cam? I just feel like it was a, it was a product of poor advertising. You know, I know they had to get people to watch the show, but I feel, I really feel like they, you know, AC Bradley and Kevin Feige going out there and saying, Oh, this ties into the Canon. And you know, this is technically Canon because it's in the multiverse you know, it got people like me really excited for, oh, which of these characters might cross over? What's the larger thread? And through the first like seven or so episodes, the thread was really hard to find because they were all these separate stories. And then they just sort of tried to, you know, we talked about the inklings of different things tying together. And most of those things came to fruition. But really in the last two episodes, it was just kind of like throw it together, boom. And episode eight was good. Because it was like, oh, look how all this ties together. But then episode nine was kind of a kind of a letdown. So I feel like what they should have done with this really is just do, you know, nine, ten totally different stories, not interconnected even slightly. Just do it for fun. Kind of similar to Star Wars Visions, where they said these are, you know, anime style Star Wars stories, completely independent of anything, completely independent of one another. They don't build to anything. It's just for fun. I feel like if that had been the approach, people would have been more open to it, would have watched it and not really gotten super emotionally invested into it, but would have had fun. And I think that that's ultimately what this was about anyway. And that trying to act like this is tying to the greater MCU and maybe it will, um, I don't know, was just not necessary and actually kind of worsened the experience in a way. It did. It did. It really did. Because I think that part of this was to give a glimpse to those um, that weren't, you know, like myself, like I'm not a big animated guy, right? Um, but I, I watched it in hopes that I would know then going forward what connections there are on the big screen on the MCU and even on the the other live action Disney Plus series. I feel also that we we get a, a, a glimpse of how the multiverses are, are working. We get a glimpse of maybe Jeffrey Wright is going to be the watcher going forward. Maybe, yeah, maybe like you said, maybe we'll get these characters, but I don't, I don't know. Even if we do, I feel like they still have to reintroduce them in the MCU. They can't just be like, and here's evil Dr. Strange and here's Captain Carter. You really have to, um, there's a whole audience that's never going to watch this animated series. And for that, I don't feel like this series is what it needs to be yet. Agreed. I agree. And I think also a little disappointed with the fact that, they just dropped an entire episode from the series and acted like nothing happened. So like in this episode, they go, you know, you know, Jeffrey Wright watchers strolling around the multiverse, gathering his team like a, like a fast and the furious heist movie. (laughs) You know, he's just, he's collecting his team and he shows up in this world that we've never seen any of it. It's like Gamora and Tony Stark, Iron Man. He's like, graffitied up a little bit and they're both good guys and fighting together and he's like Gamora daughter of Thanos you are 
you have been chosen. You're a guardian of the multiverse or something like that. And I'm like, well, hold the phone here. <laughs> and, you know, we, we knew going into this series that an episode had been dropped due to COVID and that's all fine and well. It is what it is. And I'm certainly not going to hold that against them. Like the fact that the episode was lost due to COVID, I'm not going to hold that against them. But what I will hold them against them is like, okay, so why not just delay the whole thing? You know, is it, is it because like, are there ties into the greater MCU? I can hardly imagine that happening unless maybe it happens in Dr. Strange and the multiverse of madness. Not sure. Or is it because they wanted to put out, we know that they've now announced this Marvel zombie show. Is it because they wanted to tease that? Like, I'm having a hard time figuring out what the rush was to get this out the door because to release a, a essentially incomplete series by one episode and pretend like nothing happened is a very not Marvel thing to do. It felt very sloppy and I'd rather them just delay it until they can polish off the episode and then we can move mm-hmm. on. It was weird. Right. Make it right. Make it right. And let's talk about the zombies. Okay. Listen, that was like one of my least favorite episodes of this season. Yeah. I really didn't like, like I, I love zombies. I think they're very cool. Same. I think there are lots of opportunities to change them in different zombie verses, you know, but I don't know. Like it wasn't really special. Um, it was just kind of there kind of like a money grab. And the fact that there's going to be a whole zombie show, I'm just not into that with, the, with the MCU. I don't think, I don't think it can happen with the MCU. I'll disagree slightly in the sense that if they, I feel like the problem with the episode was that it really was too short to have any sort of story of substance, which was necessary. And so everything felt very like you're picking it up in the middle and then not finishing the story. It was kind of strange, but also like if the, if the Marvel zombie series is really just a series for fun, you know, like this should have been, and they don't really say like any of this is canon. They're just like, hey, here's a fun thing. Like they basically how they did in the comics. Like there are Marvel Zombies comics and they're just a fun time and you read them and you enjoy it. It's it's whatever. If they do that, I think it can work. But it right. to your point, like, yeah, in the MCU, no. I don't think I think that's that's gonna be a little too um psychedelic <laughs> for most mainstream MCU fans. Right, because we're already going to get vampires, which are the you know a version of the undead, uh, which that can happen because we have to have an, an emotional connection <laughs> to to these to this specific these specific characters. It doesn't work that yes. way. It's not Walking Dead. It's not Day of the Dead. You know, Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> it's right. none of that. It's none of that. Uh, so I I'm very I'm very curious as to that. I agree with you. If it is just a spinoff for fun, go for it. Yep. I'm more I'm worried that it's not going to be. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think that's a fair concern. And and let's be honest, like Marvel has a ton of balls in the air right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like I know that we all I think most people feel like it's going to be fine and they're going to continue to be successful, etc. But there's no way to really know that, right? Like nothing like this has ever been attempted or successfully accomplished in the history of film and television and media. It's never been done. So, you know, actually I think the fact that they've been as successful as they have been is, is shocking. You know, they've had very few stinkers, but if you look at this year so far, knowing that we're past eternals and you know, the last bit of content that we have is the last few episodes of Hawkeye and then Spider-Man for this calendar year, 
I think it's a bit of a mixed bag this year. Yeah. It's like WandaVision, definitely good. Falcon and the Winter Soldier, you know, good-ish, but not super good. Mm-hmm. Loki, great. I think most people really enjoyed that. But then Black Widow is like kind of a middle-of-the-road Marvel property. Eternals, kind of a low-to-middle-of-the-road Marvel property. And so you start to look at all these different things that they have and the massive breadth of different types of content that they have. And you start to wonder like, at what point is it too ambitious? At what point are there too many things? Is there a point? Can they really do it? And when you start to think about that, it's like, what, what, what did we even do? What if for, uh, that's what I'm saying. Like why, why even do it? Because if anything, I don't think it strengthened their catalog of content. I don't think they got, you know, I don't think it's as valuable as spinning up another different type of MCU show. I'm just, I question it. I question its value and purpose in the portfolio of their content. Yeah. And I really don't think there's going to be any future past season two that they're going to continue this or that it's going to be significant enough. Even if they force some tie-ins I, uh, into other shows, other, uh, other films, I do not believe that two, twofold, it's not going to hurt them. This series doesn't hurt them, but it really, we don't gain anything from it. The intention of it mm-hmm. wasn't significant enough to, uh, to make me passionate about this at all. I think that's fair. And, and, you know, to be clear, in a couple of years, this conversation could sound ridiculous because <laughs> we all expect No Way Home to be a massive success. We all expect Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Mad- Madness to be a massive success. Shang-Chi was awesome. You know, like mm-hmm. they, they still hit more out of the park than they do not. So they still have tons going for them. I'm just saying like, yeah, to your point, it's like if it's not, a net plus what, you know, what are we doing? This isn't a net negative probably, but it's not a net plus. And so mm-hmm. how many more of those can you really throw in here before people start to get kind of apathetic towards Marvel content, which I think right. should be of concern to them and how much volume is too much. You know, I've heard more people this year say, Oh, I'm, you know, we talked about on the podcast the other day, I'm a couple Marvel movies behind or, Oh, I didn't watch. I didn't finish WandaVision or I didn't watch Loki. You know, the people who are purely mainstream MCU fans, they are very much at risk of falling off the wagon. If you throw too much content their way and you don't want those people to feel lost. Right. Because you go in, you're going into Spider-Man, no, uh, no way home. And People are, you know, immediately latch on to Spider-Man. He's an easy character to love. Tom Holland's version of Spider-Man, very endearing, very energetic, youthful. And if you get a lot of stuff in here, a lot of uh, mess, then you're going to deter people from coming back. I don't see that happening with this in particular, but there's going to be a point if we don't fix this, uh, that it could potentially happen. Now, Again, you're right. This will be hilarious. Like uh, six months from now being like, oh my gosh, <laughs> what if was the most important part of the MCU? <laughs> if that's the case, I think something's gone hor- horribly wrong, to be honest. Like that's yes. a red flag. Yes. And I, I think, uh, like you said, it uh, apathetic to it. You know, uh, I'm, again, I'm not mad at this series. I'm not mad that it wasn't um, mind blowing. Um, it was okay. It was decent, yeah. but <clears throat> I think I expected more out of it because every time I watch a Marvel series, 
I'm uh, I'm blown away in some regard, even though I kind of can put we, you and I can put the pieces together as we go along. And this wasn't one of those. And let's market it as such. Uh, you're, uh, Cameron's a bit of a marketing genius and knows that marketing <laughs> is evil. <laughs> it is. evil. And, that's true. <laughs> we could have a whole podcast on evil marketing, um, evil popcorn. And this this seemed a bit like that. Not a switch, not a total switch and bait, you know, but but something of the lines of um, we didn't get what we were promised, I think. Yeah, they totally, like, it, it really feels like to me that the Disney higher-ups were reading the social thermometer and going, hey, Feige, AC Bradley, guys, there's not enough buzz about this series. What can we do? Well, let's let's throw you in front of some microphones. Let's let's generate some buzz. I don't care what you have to say. Let's Let's buzz it up a little bit. And it ended up being <laughs> inaccurately represented i think and, right. and that happens there's lots of good movies that get bad advertising and bad movies that get good advertising and that's just the way of it but i do think it hurts the this show to me was for the like comic book super fans the people who really want to eat up every bit of mcu material and to tease us with like oh, this is going to be canon and it's going to tie in and watch how it all works together. Right after Loki, when everything got thrown into chaos, is like is a little sinister, <laughs> to be honest. Right. Maybe it was just the timing. Maybe, the, maybe it should have been released at a different time. You know, yeah. Had this been released right after Falcon and Winter Soldier, it might have been a, a brighter spot because sure. that show was meh. And then you had, if you had this followed by Loki, um, yeah, there might've been, there might've been better options in that case, but yeah, the Loki finale threw everything out the window. It just did. That was the goal of it was like, yeah, everything you believe about time and how this works is no longer in play. Everything is chaos. And so then you have this show and you're like, Ooh, you know, the animated world could cross over with the movie world and that could still happen. Who, yeah, who are we to say, but it just doesn't feel like it feels like this show was mostly just for fun. And it, and so it should have just been that it should have just been that. Well, we'll be wondering what if for a while, won't we can? <laughs> That's a good one, Kirk. You've had some real belly busters lately. <laughs> some real knee slappers. Thank you. I just want to leave on that high note. So, guys, this was a shorter mini episode. We just had to get this episode out there. I know some of you have been dying for it. I mean, you've probably looked for other negative habits. I'm sorry for it. Yeah, but we're back. We're back. The season finale. And we will see you very soon. Continued on Spilled Popcorn and Popcorn for Breakfast. That's Cam over there. Peace. I'm Kirk. Talk to you later.